Hello and welcome to the year we started a podcast, a podcast born Phoenix-like from the ashes of 2020. I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. And this is our podcast. We're a couple friends, half a continent apart, uh, that would like to come together and talk about some things that are fun and interesting to us. Speaking of fun and interesting, Nick, did you know that uh, I have some weird quirks about myself? Uh, I mean, you've met my wife, so I imagine that you've probably heard this before. Well, uh, I've heard that your wife thinks you have a lot of weird quirks. And uh, I, I have heard through the grapevine, through many rumors, um, that you are kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll just rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, so this is a thing that has been an ongoing... Uh, Man, what's the right way to say this? This has been an ongoing disturbance uh, in my personal relationship with my wife and honestly huh. with most people that know this about myself. Huh. So I guess we'll just put it out in the open. I just want to hear what you think about it. So Nick... Real quick, I just want to let you know, I'm, I'm disturbed. I am currently not feeling comfortable with where this is going already the energy is bad when you say everything like that but keep going please keep oh, going. well yeah so i've hyped it up but to be honest i'm i'm not super worried about how much i've hyped this up because it is a little messed up okay a- good according to those around me i think it's perfectly fine um okay Okay. And also, I'm looking at my levels, and I'm just going to scoot back from my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so so Nick, uh, I eat cereal with water. That okay? You're weird, Jeff. I respected you before the today. <sighs> Here's the thing. But Nick. why though? Uh, I mean, it's good. <laughs> 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 like, okay, benefits: less calories for Fair. one, Fair. Um, and doesn't really change the taste i i like okay so according to my wife that's gross and it does change the taste which i suppose it's like four percent different but i just i don't i don't care that much about how <laughs> like so the, uh, no, I, mean, I, I was gonna say i don't i don't particularly care for milk like you know what i mean like i assume that you're the same way that you just don't really care for milk and so you don't mind oh it being snap gone. nick you might be a potential convert okay oh nick, no do you have cereal <laughs> no. do you have cereal in your household i do Okay. I do. I have really good cereal. Are you going to have me waste Dude. a bowl of this really good cereal? Okay. Oh. Okay, Nick, you don't have to waste a bowl of cereal. To <laughs> test the only way to do this justice is to oh, do it man. all the way. You know what? Normally I would say we need to do this and then report back. But Nick, are you willing to go take a tiny bit of your good cereal and put a little bit of water on it? Stir oh around God. and take a bite. Oh my God, I am. Okay, I go, am. go go do it. We're doing editing now. Go do okay. it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll edit it out. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Okay, while he's gone, I need everybody who's listening to do the same thing. Go ahead and pause the episode. Go get some cereal in your house. Put it in a bowl. Put a little water on it. Stir it around with a spoon. Have an open mind. Take a bite. I promise it's a little weird, but they're saving calories, saving time, saving saving cows. I I promise it's not that bad. Just try it. <sighs> okay. So, so Nick, uh, so that was weird. That was did, weird. Did you already eat it? I did. You're supposed to eat it on the freaking. <laughs> No, no. jerk. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm okay, sorry. okay, okay. Give me, give me your review. Okay, uh, cold and cold. weird. Um, 
Cold and weird. <laughs> Cold and weird. Uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't, like, gross. But it was just, like, a little bit off. Like, the texture of it is a little bit off with, without milk. And it was, like, it took away a lot of the flavor. I had a, oh. uh, it's a, it's a cinnamon cereal okay. that I tried. And, like, it's usually got a decent little flavor going to it. And it was kind of, like, like a watered down, like, you know, you'd expect. But it was just, you know. Missing well, something. Is it as despicable as my wife claims that she feels like it is? She's unwilling to try it at all. <laughs> well, my wife looked at me with a uh, dirty look while I was eating it. And, uh... <laughs> uh, gosh. Oh, well, my God. Okay. Well, anyways, I often eat cereal with water. Uh, I'm sorry that that has probably alienated. Am I wrong in that the texture is different? Like, it's literally like, like it's like, I don't know. The texture is the biggest problem for me. Okay, so so here's the thing. You're wrong about the texture, but you are right. correct in the sense that it is watered down. And by definition, it is watered down. I, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't understand uh, how that's any different than milking it down, but we don't typically use that uh, as a phrase, so. That's not a phrase I want to use again, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I thought it would be fun to go through a few other things. Nick, uh, so toilet paper over or under? Over. Okay, thank gosh. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like, you're going you're gonna to alienate Jen. You're just going to lose Jen in two, in two <laughs> minutes of this, to the first you know, two things you say. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, so before I met my wife, uh, I didn't really have an opinion. I didn't know it was a thing to have an opinion about. Uh, however, uh, she and her... Uh, her family have very strong opinions on this, which, uh, which got me to also have strong opinions on that, which I feel like is a commentary on how opinions get formed. It actually doesn't affect our life at all. It's just that once somebody points it out to you, you're like, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, I, I super care about that thing. But no, once we had kids, though, and I don't know if this is on purpose, I haven't talked to my wife about this, there have been the occasional occurrences, especially in the kids' bathroom, where the toilet paper is upside down. And I don't know if that is to prevent the kids from turning our toilet paper into a toilet paper uh, sand pit uh, made out of toilet paper. I don't know what the right... A, to- a toilet paper a toilet pit. toilet paper sand pit out of, made out of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. That is concise. I like it. Uh, because they certainly can. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Yay or nay? Um, so I'm not as grossed out by it as other people, but I don't p- particularly care for pineapple. It's kind of like a take it or leave it thing. So I'm probably the boring person on this and that I don't think it's gross, but I also just don't really care. I think it's okay. I think it's pretty good. I kind of like it. Allow me to, to go a little bit weird on, on terms of, uh, pizza toppings. Have you ever had pizza with Thai sauce or peanut sauce? What the frick? No. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have not. Okay. What? Where? Where where can I get this? Uh, uh, Z Pizza, um, I think still, and then some weird little pizza place in uh, in my hometown. Well, that will be super helpful for me here in Kansas. I, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. That. It's super good. It's super good. I didn't. Lo- I don't love the Z Pizza one with peanut sauce and stuff, and the but yeah, but Thai sauce instead. Of, it was instead of red sauce. So uh, yeah, super good. Underrated. Okay, so I found a spicy Thai chicken pizza with peanut sauce, uh, but it is just a recipe and not an actual place that makes it, and I can't possibly imagine I will do it justice whatsoever. That's fair. That's well, fair. I guess I'll add that onto the things that I want to do post-pandemic when I can go <laughs> find <laughs> you can stuff go move around like and, yeah. Thai pizza. I I, uh, I just figured if you're going to go out on all your weird stuff, I'll let you know about mine. I, I haven't had it in a long time, but... I used to when my uh, I had a 
uh, I TA'd a photo class with a couple other people and one of the people worked at the pizza shop right outside of my high school and he would just bring in these Thai pizzas and I'm telling you, I was like addicted. It was a problem. I probably had more pizza in that like last year than I did at any other point in my entire life put together and it was just all Thai pizza. It was so good. So, so good. where does that rank on your pizza hierarchy? Like what's what's number one um, for you? So been, where's, that, where's that rank? <laughs> I've been lucky enough to both spend a summer in New York City and then also visit Italy, and both places had better pizza than that. Um, I had no thing, idea you've been to Italy, or at least yeah. I've erased that from my memory, replaced it with something <laughs> else. Yeah, we uh, we went on a, uh, a short trip uh, to nice. Italy and then Spain and stuff. It was super cool. It was like Rome, uh, Rome Spain, France, and uh, and we did one night in Monte Carlo, um, super long ago, but uh, it's the only time I've been out of the country, but the pizza in Italy is obviously very different. It's like what you have it and you're like, oh, okay, we're doing the fast food version of this. Got <laughs> it. This is this is like yeah. quality cuisine. Uh, and it's it's fantastic. It's genuinely really good. So two things. One, I, I've been to Chicago and uh, Chicago deep dish pizza is like, with, I don't even know that it qualifies as pizza there. Like they've turned pizza into some weird, <laughs> very, very greasy abomination that is delicious, I'll say. But, but it's, it's a cultural statement. It's not actually uh, about the food anymore. <laughs> it is unrecognizable as pizza. But It's like, hey, we don't do no pizza. Uh, I shouldn't do – we've already discussed. I shouldn't do accents on this. But Yeah, the, back away. But they basically say, no, we don't do pizza like everybody else. This is our pizza. Yeah, you very, like it or you get out. Very specific. But no, uh, so Katie and I had our honeymoon in D.C. and we both really enjoy history stuff, so it was a lot of fun. Plus, as a couple broke uh, early 20-year-olds, there's nothing better than uh, going to D.C. and having basically everything except for food be free. And we went to a few fancy restaurants and whatever, but our favorite place that we ate at while we were there was a pizza place like a block and a half from our hotel. I don't know, they didn't advertise it as a particular special type of pizza. It was just a pizza place. But if you're in the middle of D.C., close to the White House and such, like, if you're an in-business restaurant, you probably have pretty good food. And that was some dang good pizza. But Yeah, yeah. for sure. I could see that. I could see that. So, GIF or JIF? Uh, I think I say JIF. Uh, I, I feel like it's wrong, though. I, I, I don't have strong feelings on this. I know that the internet has strong feelings about this. I think I land on the other side. I think I say no, I think I say Jif too. Is that what you said, Jif? Uh, yeah, I said Jif, but now I'm like I don't saying know. them in my head, and both sound right. Maybe I'm one of the worst. I, just don't have a stance. Like I think my stance is I don't care at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Okay. So what does the H stand for in humble? I M H O. Humble. The okay. answer is humble. So uh, I didn't realize that we had this fence between us, Nick. But that you think it's honest? It's honest for honestly. Sure. Honestly, you're wrong. Um. Okay, Nick, do you... Uh, <laughs> yep, they, they, good job, Reddit. You found something that I actually do care about. <laughs> this wasn't even on the thing I said. So, like, on the, the pop, Coke, what's the other... Soda. Uh, are, do you, are you a... What do you say? Uh, soda, but I, I know why, but go ahead. Like, because like, that's, like, completely regional, like, I assume? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Um, when I, when I moved to, uh, when I moved to Massachusetts as a kid, uh, I said, so a soda and it like, it got like a laugh out of like everybody. And then I say that those guys are weird over there where I lived at least. And maybe not everybody in Massachusetts. I'm not crapping on Massachusetts. I liked a lot of things about it there, but those guys said bubbler instead of water fountain. What? And that doesn't even make sense to me. There's not oh, even bubbles what? in that thing. <laughs> it's just a weird, that's like, we had a, 
<laughs> from another country. Yeah. I, so, I, you know, I moved over when I was relatively young, like oh, sixth man. grade, I think. Um, and we did a hangman thing one time. And we had a hangman word for the word bubbler. And, like, there was the word bubble with, like, an extra thing. And I was like, I don't know. Why? And everyone got <laughs> mad at me. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, if it's any consolation to young Nick, I would literally have no clue. Exactly right. Like, uh, Q? No. <laughs> so, Nick, a uh, thing that we were talking about right before, and I just tossed it in the show notes. Uh, so, I put bubbly water, which is funny, because uh, <laughs> talking about bubblers. Is that bubblers? Bubblers. Bubblers, yeah, yeah. I've been interested in these sparkling water drinks for a while, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, one, uh, you know, as a fan of water and cereal, I'm, I'm always appreciative of the no calories, but two, I do find them pretty dang good. And so a while back we had like a, a phase where we went through some root beer and Dr. Pepper seltzer waters from Kroger, uh, which we call Dylan's here in Wichita. But, uh, after that, then we moved on to, uh, man, what's it called? Uh, Waterloo. Uh, and they had some like black cherry and a couple other flavors. Can, can I give you my secret, like favorite one for all these, which is like a weird flavor because I don't like this flavor in any other context? Yeah. Is uh is coconut. And Waterloo coconut is fantastic. Fantastic. Wait, Waterloo has a coconut flavor? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm saying. Two episodes I'm... in a row where I have to freaking Google something and buy it in the middle of our <laughs> stupid podcast. Is Waterloo on Amazon? Uh, it is, yeah. Uh, coconut Waterloo. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Oh! <laughs> what? Let me in. Let me in. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm so sorry. Oh, my, I feel like I'm about to get my wife, no, here. No, my wife knows why I'm laughing. Oh man! So in our eternal search for our favorite uh, sparkly sparkling water, uh, I have bought coconut Waterloo before, Nick. Oh, there you go. And you didn't like it? Nope, I did like it. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah. One problem: it was four dollars, uh, which I thought was going to be uh, like a pack of a few, uh, like I don't know, eight. It literally sure. shipped in a box, bubble wrapped. <laughs> A single can <laughs> of Waterloo. <laughs> oh my, my god! My wife walked in after unwrapping oh the thing god. and bringing it in. Like, what did you buy? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have had one a singular, can, which, one singular. Oh man. Uh, it, like, like, which, in all fairness, in their defense, uh, the picture had just a single can of <laughs> coconut water. Can I tell you why that's funny now? I literally clicked on the Waterloo coconut thing on Amazon to make sure that it was on Amazon, and uh, it's six dollars for a twelve pack here. So, <laughs> you, wait, you little, wait, what? You got a little ripped off. <laughs> Even right now, it's tw- it's fourteen fifty for a twelve pack for me. <laughs> what the? Frick. You said it's how much for a twelve? Six dollars, five ninety nine. Six for oh my gosh! Yeah, get wrecked. Get oh, wrecked. Well, screw you and your housing prices. <laughs> Mine are great. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Let me check and see how long it would take me. <laughs> how many Waterloo boxes? 
maybe catch up on that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh, that is hilarious. Well, it was very good. However, at the cost of four dollars, <laughs> again, was a little bit out of my uh, price comfort zone. But yeah, I would, I would not be a fan of that. Uh, if you, especially if you expand that to getting a twelve pack. Well, can I get a fifty dollar twelve pack or like? <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's free shipping. Uh, so Nick, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about. So recently. Two, two things. One, SpaceX had their, I don't even remember the name of the rocket, their test yesterday that they called off and then they did today and it blew up very spectacularly. Yeah. Um, and my son is all about watching rocket launches now because a while back there was a uh, an option from, I think well, it would have been from NASA where you could get your name registered on the uh, Mars 2020 rover that's going to be landing, I think, in February. And so I did that for, and you can get like a little certificate. And I got that for both uh, Avery and Alice, so my two kids. And so they're, I have a certificate, and their names are on the rover, which I did that back when, like, before Alice was even born. She was, uh, but in utero, and then my son, who was a little guy, but it was really, really <laughs> cool because having done all that so long ago, and then. My son was able to watch that rover get launched earlier this year. So, cool. like, he's very, very proud of the fact that his name will be on Mars soon. <laughs> but that has, like... You did it, Avrid. Yeah. Proud of you, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I also am very proud of him. I'm a little jealous that I didn't do it for myself. But, uh, no, he, he really enjoys watching rockets launch. And he had all kinds of questions when he watched the one blow up today. Not oh. not in a bad way, because he knew that it was just a test. Right. Like, he knew it was a test. And yeah, so he's like, how are they going to put all that back together now, Dad? That was a huge explosion. Uh, I'm not sure that they're going to put <laughs> that one back together. Yeah, probably, probably start from scratch. But it'll probably be a thing that as the Mars 2020 rover approaches landing, I will talk more about. Because I really, really enjoy space stuff. But that was, I don't know, maybe just a fun intro into talking that about uh, talking about that. So honestly, I, I feel like uh, trying to understand what's going on with uh, SpaceX and everything is and Mars is uh, there's there's kind of a lot to it, right? So I have definitely left it as a kind of blind spot. I should uh, I should learn more, or you can uh, you can enlighten me whenever I, uh, you feel up for it on a different segment or as it gets closer. Um, but on a like just a stupid anecdote. Um, I the town I lived in in Massachusetts, uh, Framingham was the the town where. Do you remember the um, the uh, NASA shuttle that uh, exploded in like the eighties or seventies? Um, Challenger. Uh, I should really know. Challenger that or Columbia? Challenger, yes, I believe it was Challenger. I believe it's Challenger. Um, well, the I don't know if you remember that that was supposed to have like the first civilian in space, and it was a school teacher from that small town. And my school was the school I went to, the middle school I went to was. Uh, was named after her, Krista McAuliffe. Um, and I met one of her family members. She, like, spoke at the school. Like, I say met, you know, like, she met, like, a ton of the students kind of things. But, yeah, it was a, it's a just small world. And anecdotally, the while we're talking about freaking space explosions, it's probably not a fun, like, oh, you know, the fun story about space explosions, uh, space shuttle explosions. <laughs> so what that reminded me of was uh, back when I was in grade school, we had an astronaut come to our school. Uh, which, you know, being a small school in the middle of Kansas, uh, in the middle of good old flyover country, was a pretty big deal. I certainly hadn't experienced anything like that. 
And Definitely. as you know from this podcast, Nick, I was an extremely good student <laughs> that was Incredible. was very good at getting good well, grades. And <laughs> that's what I was going to say is you got good grades. I'm not sure that like your stories <laughs> have really led me to believe that you. Yeah, but yeah, one of the benefits of that was uh, so I was on whatever whatever list of uh, good grade getting students were able to eat lunch with an astronaut uh, when he came. And so Columbia was 2003. So I got to eat lunch with David Brown, uh, which I I have a signed picture of him. Like, it was just so cool to have him show us, like, what it was like to get, get in a space oh. suit and all the other things about, I don't know, things that were interesting to grade school me. And, and I was fairly young. I don't know, maybe fourth, fifth grade third fourth grade on somewhere around there the fact that he had such a profound impact on me because like i can 100 percent say that i have such a fascination about space and space travel because of how cool i thought that moment was like that has yeah. had a lifelong impact on me and i think it's super cool obviously it's a tragedy what has happened for the people that have died doing that sort of thing for but sure i i do think that they do inspire a generation of kids and i think you see that sort of stuff oh it's i know it's i know it's anecdotal but how many times have you seen somebody with a nasa shirt in your life right you know, or a nasa hoodie know. or something yeah like it's yeah it's it's crazy it's aspirational it like it, without like i mean it's interesting how aspirational it can be for like a huge portion of the country right like it's it's uh and it's relatively universal like i i definitely know what you mean um even you can affect this uh people can have that kind of inspiration and almost like throw away moments for them or small moments for them in ways that they may not even realize. Like your, your uh, personal story, it's something from a long time ago and it's a single day or a single moment. And that just, it's, it's interesting, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's, you know, to, yeah. to put it to like, uh, to more recent terms on how it impacts me, there is a 100% chance, like 100% chance that when the Mars 2020 rover lands in February, I will be watching when it lands successfully, knock on wood, I there's a 100% chance that I will cry. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. For I, sure. I just, it's such a group effort to do something that is so, like the fact that we're able to do that sort of thing is just so freaking cool and it, it's a testament to science and humanity, yeah. right? Like, I mean, of like of the progress that we can make. And I know that not all progress is always. We've talked a ton about uh, social media's effect for us, but like, you know, it's a huge testament to what we as humans can accomplish. That we can go into freaking space. It is not meant to be lived in. It's not <laughs> right. meant for humans. And there we are on the moon, right? It's the so. it's the collective progress thing that is just so cool. Like, it's so much uh, self sacrifice for the greater good and obviously lots of lots of stories about how much these people do sacrifice because it, it really is a lot like to be successful in this field it, it's a commitment for sure but it, it really is amazing what we're able to do and i i'm super excited on this front like this is one of the coolest things that i have in my lifetime to look forward to is just how what kind of crazy things we're going to figure out and do on the space front like it's so right. fun that's so it's just genuine like I mean, I'm sure people have opinions that are negative about it, but for me, like, it's like, this is just the coolest freaking thing right. ever. Like, it was just, I, I feel like a kid every single time I watch a rocket launch. Uh, it's just, 
so and, cool. And there's just something really interesting to me about the fact that like we had this long period of uh, space exploration and study of space and whatever else kind of stepping backwards, right? And now we're kind of, or not stepping backwards so much as being put on pause. And now we're at this this uh, phase in history where, you know, there's a lot more progress right. being made. It's, it's interesting because I, I think when I was uh, like a young, like becoming an adult, I didn't really... I obviously didn't think about it often or anything, but it's probably like in the back of your mind, you don't think that there's ever going to like, you don't think like, Oh, we're not going to Mars. We're not going to whatever the circa 2010, but even in the last 10 years, it's become so much more like, Oh, okay. We're going to make this kind of progress. And it, it's so dang cool. Um, and I, um, I just added to our segment list space stuff in all caps. <laughs> Cause like, I, I don't know. I space feel like stuff. with a little bit more of a plan uh, of what we're going to do, I, I just, I genuinely think this is such a cool thing. There's nothing that will make me happier than talking about random space things, especially with us leading into the next couple months as uh, the, uh, what is it? Ins- now I feel embarrassed that I didn't know it right off the top of my head. It's called the something, uh, Perseverance. Yeah, like which is like the best name ever for what we're going through right now. Yeah, it is. The, the Perseverance rover and I, I just... I'm so stinking excited for that to happen. And and honestly, the other thing is the the new satellite. What is it? James Webb? Or is that the one that's getting replaced? James Webb. Don't know. Satellite launch. October 2021. So that, that'll be the next one. Because like, oh, it, it is going to be a huge, huge deal for how far and how clearly we can see things. Telescopes are super cool, uh, like the history of telescopes. So maybe we can talk about that sometime. We should. We should do. We should do more research on it because I actually feel bad that we're having this conversation, and I feel like I am woefully unprepared for it. Uh, which isn't like a problem for this because we're both mostly talking about like the feeling of it. But uh, if we're gonna talk telescope history, I would love to do more research on that and talk about it sometime. Okay, Jeff, tell me about. Uh, we have a recurring segment here, and this. Uh, and what would that here. be, Nick? What would that segment be? It's called "This Week I Hurt Myself," and I get really <laughs> excited for it because I've heard a lot of stories of you hurting yourself over the years. And thankfully, none of them have been serious enough to be a problem, so they get to all just be funny for me. <laughs> oh man! So this week I was putting up Christmas lights. I hadn't finished yet, and I got it. Um, Mostly done. Putting Christmas lights up on the the house. Good for you. Yep. However, a thing happened last year. I was trying to reach for something to get the the light on uh, a little higher up before I moved my ladder. And it slipped out of the little holder thing that I had it on, the little clip. Oh, man. And it took the entire strand down. Uh, Which, if you've spent an hour doing something in the cold of November and you have that erased in seconds, it is probably... Uh, the, yeah, that's it's pretty far up there on the most infuriating things I can think of. Uh, um, so that yeah. that that happened last year, and so I learned from my uh, folly from last year. And this year, I hung up most of the strands without actually connecting the different <clears throat> the different strands to one another, so that if that were to happen, I would only lose whatever I had done. But Nick, it was going so easily and oh no i got i got confident you got cocky i, I got you got I, cocky kid. i got cocky like you know what i went i went to menards and i bought myself a new ladder it's a big ladder i got to a point where it was, so basically how my house works is at the very beginning i have a really high peak and at the very end i have a very high peak 
So I had done the very high peak at the start. I'd done all the middle stuff in between and I was doing the top of the next peak. Um, and I had connected a couple of the strands just to make sure that the lights were working and it was all good. I guess to set the scene, when you have, oh, when you have kids, <laughs> they want to come out and help all the time, especially my son. So he wanted to come okay. out and help. How he helps is by finding random cardboard boxes and filling them with water, despite the fact that it's like 12 degrees outside and dipping, uh, whatever random toys he can and saying that they're trying to be a boat and like, uh, like I don't even, Hey, he's helping. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's helping. So we're doing all that. And my, and I've been a little bit passive aggressive about the fact that I didn't want to be helping my wife, uh, watch the kids while I was putting up the Christmas lights. Wow. All right. So, you know, a little bit, uh, intro into our <laughs> dynamic there. So oh, wow. I had to watch the kids because she was doing probably working or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> prob- <laughs> prob- probably something valid. <laughs> uh, that was really good. So, I don't know. So dumb, like working. <laughs> it, it, anyways, so I had gotten to the last hard part and I had all I needed to do was get down and move my ladder a little bit get to the peak, put these things up, get my ladder down. It's all all easy from there. And I get up to the part where I I need to just now at this point put the last few bulbs in the Christmas light little holder things. I I get in in my defense, I got distracted by my son yelling. <laughs> That's I, in my defense, I got distracted by my son yelling. In in opposition, it was not yelled toward me nor anything about anything that was going on. He's just a four-year-old that likes to yell. Oh, but God. I stopped and I nudged the lights and they ripped off all the thing. Like I need to send you a picture of like like maybe to give this very <laughs> vocal medium. But basically, I had these individual lights that were strung up on top of our uh, on top of a rooftop, and I ripped off a good half of them and i was i didn't like unlike the time where i uh hurt myself but with the trash can and hitting my heel and saying some choice words i didn't say anything but i was very oh. it was very good but uh again i was a little bitter about having to watch the kid while my wife was doing you know foolish things like working and so when she came out because she heard uh, so my son, Avery, he, he ran out, was screaming that the lights oh. are falling down and that something had happened. Oh and, my God. Uh, I didn't react strongly enough to the fact that the lights were falling down, by the way. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? My, okay. Here's the deal. I'm being honest on this podcast. My wife doesn't know any of these things. She thinks that it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Until so, a week and a half from now, would you listen? So I, I told Siri that, uh, to call my wife and I called my wife and I said, you need to get out here and get your son. Cause these lights are, uh, I have to redo all these. And I need your help to hold the ladder at the top part. Cause it's oh uh, unstable. God. I don't know. This is like the worst part of myself. Like I, <laughs> I'm sorry, dad, if you're listening, I know my mom listens, uh, but I'm sorry, dad, if you're listening, but I think this is from you where if you do something dumb and stupid and hurt yourself, you immediately find anybody else to blame if you can possibly <laughs> blame them. And so I I 100% said that it was Phew, because... This is one flaw I don't have. Because... <laughs> <laughs> 
because because Avon was trying to uh, I blamed it that he was trying to mess with the lights, uh, it, which he was running around the lights and doing his own thing. But he was totally innocent. And uh, and then. Wow, Jeff. And this is more of a confessional, I would say, toward my wife. That <laughs> You didn't know how else to tell her. Yeah. Like, no, I, no, I, I, I dug myself in. I bought him pretty hard. And I made her feel pretty bad for making me deal with my son. <laughs> but it was just me being an idiot and tying deal these dumb with your son, together. he says. Man, you're digging yourself deeper and deeper here, my friend. Oh, uh, my God. You know what? If that was going to be a deal breaker, though, we would have had this deal broken a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good justification for it. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really good, Jeff. That's really good. Yeah. So, Nick, uh, you have put a topic in our show notes yes. here about the memory, and I'm okay. super interested. So, uh, I don't want to go too deep into the technical side of it. I've read, I've read a lot of articles about this, and I am not a psychologist or a neurosurgeon or neuroscientist or anything like that. So, um, I don't want to go into the, you know, frontal cortex of memory or anything like that. I would hate but, to have to, uh, you know, fact check you as a person whew. with a psychology degree. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I'd be, I'd be outmatched, I know. Um, but it's it's a it kind of got interesting for me. So uh, a couple of weeks ago on a podcast, um, and I know this because it came out. And I finally listened to it. That we talked about how um, songs can bring you back. But I think that I, I think that the subject was kind of tangentially related to uh, video games, and then I kind of steered it further into video games. I think that you know anecdotally, um, so I just wanted to check with your anecdotal experiences with it, and like then. Uh, kind of confirm some little stuff and then tell you a little fun thing about it. So everybody has this, right? That everyone knows that a song can bring you back to a different time, especially when you're younger and like you remember where you were when you like, or you have a memory associated with a song and everyone knows it. Like, oh, doesn't that song bring you back? Or, oh, isn't it crazy yeah. how songs can bring you back? But I never really understood why. So I did some Googling on it. It was kind of kind of interesting. Um, do you have any songs that, in particular that bring you back to anything? Uh, that so bring you back to any time? I could certainly name many. Um, the yeah. one that I would name that was probably the most unique to my own upbringing is a, a song that is, will bring me back to a time. So we would always go to Colorado uh, for we probably did it for like 10 straight years from the time that i was i don't know uh 10 ish maybe a little bit younger maybe let's call it eight until i was like 19 or 20 um we would always drive out to colorado and go camping and stuff for a week or two the song that i can remember literally the i remember the seat that i was sitting in the truck when we would listen to it so that that song is Tennessee Birdwalk. Have you ever listened to Tennessee Birdwalk, Nick? I would literally I don't think be, I have. I would be amazed if you had. I have not, but that name is a great name. That's got like a freaking uh, a vibe to the name. I would guess I it's probably. I'm gonna guess it's the 1950s. I'm gonna Google it. Hold on. You you want to take the over under on that? Uh, I'll take the over. 50s. You you might be surprised at how different music is from before like before the 60s. I say that you probably know that already as well. But like oh. music's very different before the 50s. Before the 60s. <laughs> so much. My- 
My first Google is 2005, which I can assure you. It might be a little off. Might be a little off. You took the over? I did. I think it's more the, recent, I should say. I think it's 1970. Okay. According okay. according to the Google. That's still a lot, that's still that's still an oldie though. I'm surprised it's so so like I thought it would have been a little older than that. Uh yeah, no it's 1970. I'll be darned. Okay. Okay. Which in all fairness is 50 years old now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you, so you have a song for you that does the, I, I, the same thing? I I have a bunch. Um I have, I actually have a little mini list here. Um, a bunch of country songs from like the mid 2000s take me back to being on my boat as a kid or my dad's boat as a kid. Um, all the small things reminds me of being in my sister's car. But like, uh, like Garth Brooks oh, and okay. Ra and all that. All right. My parents listening to country songs while we're on the boat. Pause. Pause. Go ahead. Yep. What? Oh man, you're younger than me. Uh, did you have a first CD? Yes. What? What was your first CD? <laughs> I'm an Edge Lord. Uh, even as a child, I was an Edge Lord. It was uh, Lincoln Park's Meteora. Oh dang, that's a, so much better than mine. <laughs> no, it's it's not. Lincoln Park has not aged as well as we felt. <laughs> 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 They definitely have some good stuff. I uh, so they have good stuff. And, 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 yeah, go ahead. You you uh, you want to guess what genre mine was? No, tell me. Uh, country. You want to guess the artist? Oh no, Garth Brooks. Nope. Nope. Tell me. John Michael Montgomery. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> this is good. Okay, um, so another one that does it for me is uh, is a song that like wouldn't really be my uh, my go to song, but I bet you, you you probably could place it, like you probably remember it too. Um, is Boston by Augustana? I had to look up who the the um, the artist was, the, the band. Um, do you know this song, Boston? Uh, it's think i'll go to boston i'm not gonna sing but you know what i mean that one where he says think i'll go to boston think i'll start a new life she said i think i'll go to boston i think i'll start a new life i think i'll start it over no one knows my name get out of california okay yes so let me let me dive into the actual meat of the subject then um so the reason I say this, right, is that song is not like a very Nick or Jeff song, but like you remember it, right? And your your uh, <laughs> your country songs from John Michael Montgomery, <laughs> and and uh, no, I'm right there with you. Like I'm serious. Like if you tell me if you show me a, or a Garth Brooks song, I probably still know the words, even if I haven't heard it in ten years, because you know, like freaking, it was on my boat all the damn time. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, what I learned is that there's two different kinds of memories. Uh, there's implicit memory and ex- explicit memory. Explicit memory is the very like concrete stuff. It's you know who you went to that thing with last week. It's you know the name of so and so or um, the, the whatever. Right. It's very explicit content and it's uh, very uh, concrete. Uh, so implicit memory is where most of our uh, memory is that we associate with music, and implicit memory is um, more abstract and emotional but it's also much longer lasting and more durable um it's connected to and it's 
is that way because it's connected to many more parts of the brain. And the reason I bring up like what kind of song you had, and I was like waiting for you to have like these, like all of our examples, uh, not all of them, but like, you know, because I, I don't think that they're especially like embarrassing or anything, but they're not what you'd probably normally associate with like your musical taste. Right. Because right. a lot of these are, um, are pop songs because it's not a specific moment. We're very likely to have our memory or evoked memories from pop songs because they're background and they're usually more attached to the era than our personal taste in music, which we will carry through different parts of our lives. So, you know, if you grow up and you find this band that you love, even if you find out that you love them as an adolescent, you might keep listening to them. And it kind of dilutes the fact that like that it has this specific memory. Yeah. This specific comic connotation to it. Uh, So like for me, that Boston song is is funny enough is when we lived in Massachusetts and it came out when we, uh, and my mom loved it as like a kind of a, she kind of took it the vibe of it but like did it backwards because she wanted to move back to California she moved missed all her family and the song is about moving from California to Boston and it's, so it's just the exact emotion of that time but it's not a specific conversation with my mom it's just the feeling that she had when she was like we should get back to California and you know, all the small things for me is definitely being in the back of my sister's car because my sister and my cousin used to drive us everywhere, whether it was driving to see family that lived hours and hours away, or if it was just driving to go get Baskin Robbins when I'm like 10 and she was bored and wanted to get out of the house. But I can hear that song and like place them singing it and screaming it in the front seat and me and my little sister or me alone or whatever, just uh, in the back seat going along with it. And uh, I've got other examples in here. I've got one where me and Jen were driving across country. And when we were driving across country, we didn't get nearly enough CDs. So we listened to the <laughs> same three radio stations. And I heard Kill Your Heroes by AWOL Nation about <laughs> 400 times. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a bunch. But it's interesting to me that it's very pop oriented. And it's interesting. Uh, the other thing about that is that it's also much, much more likely. They said that it's like, uh, oh man, there's an article that said some number, but I, I won't butcher the article by misquoting it, um, about how it's much, much more likely for these memories to be formed in our um, adolescence and teen years and in our 20s when emotions are kind of still yeah. fresher. Like we haven't had those same set of experiences and had the same set of emotions yet. And for me, that definitely checks out. Like I don't think that I have, even of songs that I found in, the rec- in recent years that I love, don't have that same like, connotation of like oh that reminds me of last year at christmas or something like that nothing like that in the last couple of years it kind of takes me back a couple of years to to, before i can get to any great examples so is it the same for you oh gosh so okay i have three so while you've been doing this i I know i've been rambling i I have three songs uh, which are by no means the best examples necessarily but are the first three things that i thought of so totally um the oh i should i should say i'm pretty sure that we all actually have like hundreds of these examples like yes, if you i i 100 yeah. agree yeah because like it took me like four milliseconds to think of a few right right but uh, go ahead go ahead so the first one is thunderstruck by acdc uh and <laughs> the reason why there's a vibe the reason why nick is because that was the song that got played when we would run out during our uh home games for oh, football because we were the, exactly because we were the thunderbirds and Nick, I like it. Like I cannot listen to that song without having, like, it sounds silly to say because I haven't been in high school for a good decade and a half now, but like I still 
get chills and adrenaline so pumping cool. through my so veins cool. the second that that song starts. That's so good. And like, like I want to listen to it right now, but we're doing a podcast, so I can't listen to it. So I'll do that afterwards. <laughs> so like that, like that has so much meaning to me. That particular song can trigger such an emotional response to my body without that's me even such a good example because it. it's it's very era specific right like it's not it's not one game that you came out and it's not that the song came out at this specific time it was just like you heard it a lot it kind of ingrained itself as like this vibe for you forever yeah because uh, like i like literally when i hear that song here's what i picture in my mind i am my senior year of every home game that we had we had everybody that were like we had all the the cheerleaders all the parents and then we'd run through the the breakaway sign thing and like that begin like it's not even the actual song itself it's just the the guitar part at the beginning totally. but oh my gosh it's so cool and like hearing my name be butchered on the loudspeaker <laughs> <laughs> yes sir Shout out to Mr. Laughlin, actually. Mr. Laughlin, you're the best. You did so freaking good at uh, pronouncing my name. Um, oh, yeah. It took a minute, but we got there. Uh, but no, that was so stinking cool. Um, so the second one, I remember, Nick, uh, and I would imagine you remember too, because I'm sure I talked to you about it, when uh, Wichita State went to the Final Four. Yep, yep. And... We had a bunch of people over at my parents' house, and I'd gone over there. For listeners, Wichita State is Jeff's alma mater. Yes, sorry, yeah. From Kansas good, kid from Wichita. You're fine. I got my psychology degree aforementioned from Wichita State. And uh, when I went there was when our uh, our basketball program exploded. And we hadn't done anything necessarily remarkable uh, before I started. And then we... Did it had a few good years and then we made it to the tournament and we were a huge underdog and we made it to the final four as a nine seed or eight seed, I think. And this, like, it's so crazy because, like, I knew I knew players that were on that team that were in classes, uh, at Wichita State at the same time I was. Like, it was, it was a very cool thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when we had people over, I remember being so nervous and, Right before tip-off, when they were doing the introductions, they played uh, Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, again, not even the freaking song itself. That's not your song. That you intro, yeah. when they were playing yeah. our, like, they were playing highlights from the the tournament to that point, which that tournament for us was absolutely buck wild. Like, the fact that we had made it to the Final Four was absolutely nuts. And to watch those highlights while we had so many people over i have my stepfather-in-law in atlanta and we're all here watching this together oh my like i literally i could not That's even so cool, watch man. the beginning of that game because i was so so emotional but that song i've never like oh man that was so good Until, so good. until we had the point where we uh, watched the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, have I had, which they didn't really have a song that I could associate to that, so that would have been my next one, but uh, somebody missed out on that opportunity. Oh, man. Um, so I'll give I'll give one more, because it's, uh, you know, uh, 
so there's a song by my by uh my favorite band growing up rise against called savior and that song came out when i was 16 and it came out and me and all my friends listened to it like uh, we listened to the album together when we got it and it is just this whole summer for me of being 16 and going to concerts and people having cars for the first time and going around downtown at at night and uh, skating and hanging out in my friend's room and listen to them play skate or play music and stuff and trying to learn how to skate and playing a lot of basketball but mostly just the vibe of like that whole summer I can I can feel being that 16 again and the two most important friends of my life at the, at the time uh, Jordan and Sam shout out to Jordan and Sam uh, were like that's just if I hear that song I'm 16 again and it have that feel of of being with with those two so um i've gone on this topic for a long time so let me go backwards a little bit and say um that is super interesting to me uh this implicit versus explicit memory thing too because um so one of the things that uh, i was reading about with it and this is why i didn't want to butcher it with trying to go technical in an area where i don't know the, the actual technicalities and i read a couple of articles that i tell myself that i understand but i probably don't understand well enough but um I was reading about somebody who, a, an author named uh, Christian Van Campen, and I'm probably butchering that name, um, who uh, studies this and studies uh, how memory is impacted by music. And he's talking about, uh, and a quote here from him is, Smells, smell differs and that it is a personal memory. I know, um, cutting out of the quote, that most of us have probably heard that smell is very so- strongly associated with memory, and that makes perfect sense to me. But... But he says a smell differs in that it is a personal memory, whereas there is something very social in our experience of music. Uh, music memories are often shared with peers. And I think that's really, really true. And Man, that is uh, super true. That's so cool. Yeah. Right. Like your example of the football games of, of both watching the Wichita State and both and playing in high school are both very social. Oh, right? it's like, I'm sure extremely th- social. It's almost ex- right. like exclusively social. Like it's not me. It's like us as a group. That's crazy. Exactly. Um, but so so something that's cool about it is that, uh, it can be used in a therapy, like music can be used in a therapeutic way. So people who have suffered traumatic brain injuries will often have problems with memory and music can help bring back some of those memories. So there's a, uh, program I didn't actually see, I didn't dive too much into this. I actually kind of ran out of time. So I apologize if I put you anything, but there's a program called uh, music and memory that's helping people, uh, Alzheimer's patients to kind of more connect and more co- and com- uh, communicate and stay as sharp as they can by providing them with music from uh, times that they that they strongly associate with from their adolescence and uh, early adulthood. It's uh, which is like simple, right? It's like literally just providing music to uh, you know to nursing facilities. But uh, it was super. It was it, like almost inspiring and like heartbreaking to see like videos because I watched a couple of videos of some Alzheimer's patients who were otherwise struggling to connect to people and struggling to communicate and didn't want to communicate. And then you put the headphones on and you have a, and you just have them listen to something simple. It's a simple pop song that they probably wouldn't even have told their kids, like, oh, I love this song or anything. Like, you know, they don't probably associate it as something. There was one example in particular of an older man uh, listening to uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. And he just starts belting out. And a moment ago, he wasn't, like, responsive. And then they showed him a oh, couple man. weeks later, and he's, like, a little bit more responsive and just talking a little bit more. And it was absolutely, like, heart-wrenchingly... Uh, heart, heart-wrenching, heart really. Yeah. Um, so that that uh, author and uh, uh, researcher, Van Campen, said that uh, it can also 
highlight be used to help with um to so those suffering from dementia can trigger vivid memories by listening to music they heard when they were young. Uh, he highlights its use for those with depression, and it consists people to recall difficult parts of their lives that were not necessarily as bad as they had thought. He talked about how it can kind of like um, kind of give a more nuanced view of hard times for people who do struggle from uh, depression or PTSD. Um, and then he said, uh, and I'll, I'll leave this part at least here with, he said, it's uh, the article I read said, Campin is optimistic about the future work. Quote, people worry a lot today about forgetting the problems of memory, but the beauty is today we are being beginning to help with remembering. And I thought that's so cool because it's oh, such man. a universal experience that everyone tells you like, oh, I heard this song. I remember this song from when I was a kid. I love this song. It takes me back to, you know, being in high school in football or whatever it is. Oh, and it's such a universal yeah. experience that it's cool to see that it can also be not just a thing that we can all share anecdotally, but also a thing that, that is like genuinely helpful to people who like, you know, are struggling. That's that's super cool. Like, oh man. It, it it's crazy how something that like obviously evokes emotion apparently uh, very easily that can also be such a therapeutic thing too like right. it, it, i mean it makes sense because if it's something that is so deeply rooted in us um that would be a perfect uh you know catalyst for you know helping with that sort of thing but it it's 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 super interesting to hear that in in practice Absolutely. And I figured that, you know, this is going to be more of an, a thing of us sharing anecdotes. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not, you and I aren't researchers on this. And I, you know, I could tell you that I read somewhere that, you know, it's because music is more strongly associated with like the frontal cortex and yada yada. I don't know. What, I don't, I don't really know what I'm taking away from that. But uh, it's, it's so cool, man. It's just, it, it's kind of inspiring to see how uh, such a common and very like, uh, implicit part of our lives, uh, not to overuse the word, is uh, it can be used in a really positive way. It's it's really cool. So, Nick, have you looked at how Arlo and Ricey have done? Nope, nope. I wanted to let you do you do a yeah. All right. So, let you... uh, <clears throat> well, uh, prior to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to this day, Arlo did absolutely fantastic. Honestly, even considering uh, today as well. Um, they, uh, so I bought in at around $5.50 or something like that. And okay. they're currently trading at seven seventy nine. So damn, I yeah, you freaking did good. That's like what twenty percent or something like that. I don't even know. That's more than twenty percent. Thirty percent, actually closer to forty. Yeah, 30, 30 40. Or forty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the math is a little easier on Ricey. So here's here's what I learned, Nick. I originally had planned to do this on an app that was not real money. Uh, however, Ricey turns out is not <laughs> traded on. Uh, one of the major stock exchanges. So uh, I ended up just buying uh. $10 worth of Ricey so I could keep track of how it was going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just ended up getting both, really. But go ahead. Yeah, I won't typically do that. <clears throat> but uh, they are uh, right now, as this moment uh, that I'm looking at my phone, it was just turned off. So this is a complete lie. This is <laughs> looking at it earlier today. Uh, they ended up at one eighty one, which a uh, dollar eighty one cents, which is a what I bought it for to the penny. So I got nice. exactly <laughs> zero dollars. <laughs> 
so I did good. I did good. I, yes, you beat me. What am I doing with my life? I need to be a financial advisor. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, so speaking <sighs> of needing a financial advisor, uh, what I would like to do uh, this time, uh, which, you know what, Nick? I'll be honest. Last time I did a little bit of research. This time I forgot that I needed to do a little bit of research. <laughs> so... <laughs> I need you to weigh in on research that I've done previously. Two different things. Uh, have you heard of Alibaba, I assume? Uh-huh. You know, they exist. Uh, for, I do, I do. Which I won't get into, but we'll just call Foreign Amazon. And then Hylian, which we will call Foreign Tesla. And w- okay. <laughs> with with all the things that have gone on here lately, again, not super interesting to actually talk about the details. Uh with the potential that we would have issues internationally, both of them have tanked quite hard, both of which I hold stock in. So, um, huh. which of the two of them, and I, I've given you no time to actually do any research, and I've honestly done none of the research myself either, um, do you feel like a foreign Amazon or a foreign Tesla is more likely to recover I don't know. Uh, I'd like to say the foreign Amazon, but do you have any input on that? Do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Or absolutely not. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I will give you That's a you a third choice, maybe if it makes you. Uh, so give me a third choice. I may not change it, but give me a third choice. Well, nope. You know, okay. So here, here's the third choice. There's a mutual fund or ETF or I don't even know what the right words are. I'm so bad at. Again, Jeez, as I said before, if you were embarrassing, if this was your source for uh, financial advice, I would don't go to Jeff. Just listen to me. You were right. I, Nick has his own podcast, which is textnick <laughs> at nick dot com. Um, the there is a ETF or uh, that is basically clean energy, which I think is long term a good thing, uh, but they have yeah. also struggled really bad. So. Do you feel like a international car company, international Amazon, or international spread across all the things, including our own country, is 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 the right bet? And I I will say, Nick, Hylian and Alibaba for me have lost me a lot of money here lately. They are way down. <laughs> so um, I think now is the time to buy back in uh, to recoup a little bit of that because I don't think long term they're bad. But you're you're yeah. the boss here. You're, you so Alibaba, you have control of my twenty dollars. I think I'm, uh, I I do have control of your twenty dollars, and it's uh, let me tell you, it is a rush. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no um, so I may regret this, but so like Alibaba is a big name. Alibaba is a name that a lot of people know. Uh, I'm sure internationally. Um, and I would like to think, I would tell myself that that would be the kind of thing that could bounce back, especially bounce back um, by like cutting back on scale or whatever in a way that may not affect, may not affect uh, the car market. I don't know about energy. That's, I, I don't know. I, I'm like kind of grasping for straws here and kind of speculating or not kind of, I'm completely speculating. So like that intuition is just an intuition, not at all. Not at all a <laughs> um, <laughs> rooted in uh, not like actual learning, empirical data, anything like that. Um, so I'm going to say Alibaba, <laughs> but I I got to tell you, I feel less good about it than I did about Arlo. Uh, and my 
thoughts on Arlo were very anecdotal. So, so. <laughs> I will say, here's the deal. With Arlo, um, you picked a stock that performed basically better than all other stocks. Um, You're welcome. It's yeah, well, I, I, I crushed it. Um, so, uh, you know what, Nick? I'm going to blindly accept this as blindly as I accepted Arlo, and I fully expect a 30% return this week. Wait, hold um, on. Um... <laughs> Right now they are they've lost me uh 0.86%, so you got a little bit of making up to do. Uh-oh. And in aftermarket Uh-oh. they're down uh 11 basis points, so you know, we'll see though. I mean, you were prophetic the last time, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, uh, uh please Alibaba. Don't don't do me wrong. Yeah, what a- You know, if I if I uh if I go wrong here, I'm just going to go with you didn't give me enough options and uh it's not me, you gave me terrible options. I'm going to go with that. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd say it wrong. I feel good about Alibaba, especially like long term. I know that this is we're checking back in on this week by week and everything, but like especially long term. Yeah, it, it has been. I mean, I'll tell you, Nick, your pick of Arlo has been super fun to watch because <laughs> well, that thing took off literally the next day. I don't know how you have these you're sort making, of connections, but it, you're making me feel bad. I feel like I should have invested my my own money. Yeah, like I don't even know what I'm doing here. Like, why are we doing this dumb podcast? I should have invested. <laughs> My entire net worth in Arlo, Arlo. <laughs> which is down five percent today, so it could have been a little better. <laughs> Jeff, actually, oh, you're ruining it. You're letting everybody know. Damn it! <laughs> All right, well, uh, so Nick, this week I have spent a little bit of time uh, getting some of our socials up to speed. So I, now, if you Google us, you have even more options. You can go to YouTube uh, if that's your weird thing. I don't know why you're watching podcasts on YouTube, but that is now a thing that we have. Um, all of, all the places that uh, podcasts be, can be found, you can go to Tywasap, T Y W S A P, and also if you go to our website, T Y W S A P dot com, Tywasap dot com. Uh, it will lead you to nowhere because I haven't had time to actually do that part yet. <laughs> but we'll get there, Nick. Fair. We'll get there. Um, <clears throat> Fair. But anywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find that. And uh, if you can share that with a friend, I've had a fun time sharing it with a couple of people, and uh, I've had a. And like I said earlier, we had a we have we have a listener from Germany now, which is that's awesome, which is very weird. I, I'm not. Hey, not my sure wife speaks a little that. German. She spoke more uh, when she was younger, but my my wife's German. Okay, so well, I'll get them in touch. I I think I can click on. I the do appreciate that. I will send her the IP address. What if they're address. listening and they don't speak <laughs> English and they're just waiting for a translator and they need Jen? All right. Well, we should stop now, Nick, because we are before we're like, oh, ha ha ha, really really funny. We're really right. past recording time, but we're we, really we have two episodes worth of recording here almost at this point. Good. Um, Good job, us. Yeah. So, so Nick, thank you for potting with me. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you for listening. Yep. Yeah. And next time is our Christmas episode. So, I don't know. Wear it with uh, <laughs> a, a Santa hat on and some good Christmas socks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs>